hey, broken salespeople. So we are told that we can never criticize our competition, but sometimes we have to criticize our competition. I teach you the right way how on this episode of the Broken Salespeople Podcast. Hey, Broken Salespeople, welcome to the workshop. My name is Red Staffstrom, and we are here to help you fix your broken sales skills. So we've all been there before, you know. Um, we kind of get painted into a corner with our customers. See, even though we're told by almost every sales trainer out there not to trash our competition, it inevitably comes down to us versus them. Kind of reminds me of that scene in... Uh, uh, the Dark Knight, where they throw the candy bar in the middle, and whoever gets it wins. Yeah, um, that's the way most of us feel, because most salespeople operate from that scarcity mindset. They don't know where their next meal is coming from, so they feel like they have to claw and scrape and destroy that other company, because otherwise they don't get to eat. They don't get that spot. They don't get to survive. That scarcity mindset is always a problem when it comes to sales. That's something you can listen to more about if you listen to my episode on alphas and the myth involved with that too. Coming from that scarcity mindset only hurts you. But yet here we are. We're squared off against our competition. It's our company, ABC company versus their company, XYZ. And as a salesperson, that customer is between the two of us. So we have to give our customer the credit that they deserve. They are intelligent people. They, they've done their research. They've done their legwork. They've made the smart decision to come to us. But they've also made the smart decision to research all of their options too. And they came and they saw what that other company offered. And by trashing them to say that that customer isn't making the right decision is pretty much calling your customer stupid really is. It's an insult to them to say, no, that's a garbage company. They don't know what they're doing. They're, they're going to ruin what you're trying to build. That's disingenuous. It's actually known as a straw man argument. A straw man argument is something where you frame the other side in a way that is easily picked apart. And it's one of the prime fallacies out there. It's a strategy you see a lot when it comes to politics. Po Politicians often like to frame the other side as this cartoonish stereotype in order to rip it apart easier. Um, liberals in the U.S. are seen as these elitist, vegan, hyper, yuppie, hippie kind of people. And Republicans are seen as these redneck yokels with meth addictions. Neither is true. Both of them are false. But you see politicians purposefully try to frame the other side in this way because it makes it easier. It makes it a, a straw man. It's a, it's a scarecrow to knock down that takes zero effort. It, it's like fighting a crash test dummy. It's easy and it deserves no credit whatsoever. So you need to make sure when you're talking to your customer about the other company, about XYZ company, that you're framing them as a strong man. You frame them as accomplishing and being on the same level as you are. Because if it's between you and it's between them, 
then they see you guys as equals. They're 50-50 because if they were 51-49, they would have went with the other company or they would have already signed with you. Give them the credit that you and your competition are on equal footing. Whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. In your customer's eyes, they are. So how do you do that? Well, you give them the credit that they're due. You tell them what they're really good at. You give them that benefit of being the strong man as opposed to being the straw man. I always like to give at least two compliments to every one backhanded compliment because a backhanded compliment can still work. So in the coaching world, um, I work with real estate coaches. Uh, that's what I do right now. I consult real estate agents on getting coaching, on getting marketing. And obviously there's a lot of people in that space, a lot of really good people. They have helped agents build tremendous businesses. But that doesn't mean that they're a better fit for my customer than I am. So one company in particular that I'm thinking of is a very old school sales practitioner, um, very dial for dollars kind of mindset. Um, how many phone calls, here are the scripts, pick up the phone dial, pick up the phone dial, don't even create a social media account. Now, he has helped tens of thousands of agents. Easy. Easy he's helped that many people. Um, he has made people a lot of money by forcing them to do prospecting. I cannot argue with that. I have to present that coach with that particular light because that's what the truth is. He has earned the recognition that he has earned, and I have to give that up. But that doesn't mean that that coach is the right fit for the customer that I have in front of me. See, because the customer I have in front of me isn't having a problem with sales. He's not having a problem with talking to people. He doesn't worry about what to say next. He doesn't need scripts. What he needs is more of a business manager. He wants somebody who could put systems in place, help put together a CRM, help him time block, help him budget, help him do all of those other things. It's not just pick up the phone again. It'll solve all your problems. Does that mean that that other coach runs a bad business? Not at all. Not at all. But that doesn't mean that he runs the right business for your customer. If you sell cars, um, I'm going to take the instance of pickup trucks, heavy-duty pickup trucks. One of the top-selling trucks of all times is the Ford. Ford uh, trucks do phenomenally well. However, a lot of those deals come from municipalities that get special preferences from Ford. So that skews the numbers quite a bit. So let's assume that all three, Ford, Chevy, Dodge, or Ford, Chevy, Ram, are on the same footing. Numbers are all the same. You're just trying to pick the best truck. Well, the best engine, in my mind, is the Cummings diesel that you find in the Dodge. The best transmission is the Chevy, the Allison's transmission. Ford isn't really the best at either, but Dodge doesn't have a great transmission and Chevy doesn't have a great engine. So Ford works because it's a B-plus student in both, while it, uh, Dodge is an A-plus engine, a C transmission, and vice versa for the Chevy. All of them are good trucks. They're all at that B-plus average. 
It's just a matter of what the preference is. What do you like? Do you want to make sure that you have that smooth ride? Do you want the power of the engine or the smooth ride of a transition? Or do you just not want to worry about it ever and have a Ford that's going to stay on the road forever and ever? All of them are good options. It's a matter of what matters the most to your competition. Did I trash Dodge? Did I trash Chevy? Did I trash Ford? In my mind, not really. I just said what their specialties are. They're all excellent at what they do. They're all very, very good options. It's just a matter of what the high watermark for each particular person is, what the overwhelming idea is. Toyota. Toyota makes one of the best cars in the world, but it could come across a little vanilla to a lot of people. Still one of the most reliable, but that doesn't mean everybody buys a Toyota. Jaguar may not be the most reliable car, but damn it turns heads. Give them the credit that they're due. Point out both the strengths and the weaknesses of both companies. Be a consultant and don't scare them away from the other company. Let them know that the other company has, is where it is because it's good at what it does. Don't approach it from that scarcity mindset. Approach it from giving them the credit that they're due. Come from the place of abundance. Let them know that whether they go with them or they go with you is up to them. No matter what, you're going to be okay. So I hope this helps. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, please take the time, like, subscribe, review. It really helps the channel out. And until next time, please go fix yourself.